Welcome to the Comfortable in Chaos Podcast. Podcast. Strangle your demons and let's go. Y'all need Jesus! Nothing more than feelings, feelings in the air. Welcome to the Comfortable in Chaos podcast. I am your host, Eric Helberg, and we're like Einstein over here. Nah, we're not visiting with Oppenheimer. We're not talking about fusion or fission. We're just simply talking about all issues pertaining to men. How in the hell did we get here, and where is it that we're planning to go? Guys, the weather changed in southeast Texas. It went into the 50s, so I had to wake up this morning. I turned both ACs in the house off, and I said, hey, let's just see where we go with ambient temperature, and it ended up like 67, 68 in the house, but I woke up with this kind of croaky frog-like voice, but I like it. And even though it's a little bit late in the day, I'm only one cup of coffee into it. I mean, don't you want my authentic self? Do you need me on a hyperstimulant such as caffeine in order to get going? I already am getting going. I am going to drink another cup. In fact, I have it sitting here right now. But for now, and I like the sound of my voice. I like it when it is seemingly unaffected, I like using it. I've relied on it. And I think this morning it sounds a bit like, well, not really. I love the sound of James Earl Jones's. Yeah, James Earl Jones, Darth Vader's voice. And I love the sound of that gruff old cowboy, big mustache. It's a shame he got killed in Roadhouse because he was a bad A dude. And of course, Patrick Swayze had to save him and Use some of his Benny the Jet Eurekdes moves. Benny the Jet, of course, was one of the best uh, kickboxing champions of all time. And Patrick Swayze trained with him for that part so he could look like he was a badass mofo in Roadhouse. And he cleaned up in there in that bar, man. He'd just be sipping that coffee, smoking that Marlboro Red. And when the stuff hit the fan, those feet were as fast as lightning. So do you like the sound of your own voice? Do you like what you're putting out there? Ah, I can already tell it's it's unhinging. That creaky bog-like sound of my voice, swamp-like. It's loosening up. It must know that I have a wonderful audience in you men out there that are right along with me. So do you like the sound of your voice? Do you like the information that you're putting out there? Do you like what you stand for? Or has all that become a creation? I sang feelings, nothing more than feelings at the beginning of the show. But as men, can we go around in the world and put our feelings out there? We'd look like lunatics. People would think we're psychopaths. You can be a wonderful success in this world as a man without really ever having to demonstrate your feelings. So how do you know if you have them? 
We all do, of course, right? And this message primarily is for men in my position, I would say. That position being you have a spouse, you have kids, and you can make your whole world devoid of all that crap that we're talking about if you're solely on your own. You can do remarkably well. We've explored that in multiple episodes. But this message is also for the young guy who is contemplating spending his life with someone, making babies with someone, and raising them up so they can become someone like us. Well, in that regard, there's a compartmentalization that has to occur, and it needs to be effective. We're great at compartmentalizing work life, home life, and that's important. But in your journey to success, as you have achieved it, whatever that has been for you, did you kind of take a trip? You flew off to your destination and you have gotten there. You are now there. Maybe you don't even have to run as hard. But were your feelings or the ability to feel and share those left back in baggage claim? Hmm. Like the old burnout group. Man, I kind of like them now. But back in the day, I would think Pink Floyd and music like that. I called them burnout music. You had to be high in order to appreciate it. Really what it was, I didn't understand it. When we do not understand something, we denigrate it, right? We attack it. Oftentimes, it produces a kind of a fear response in us. So we have to tear it down. We have to label it so that we can compartmentalize it, understand it, and know how to deal with it. That's why feelings are left out of the mix for us, men. We do not understand them. And we have to understand ours in order to better understand our wives and our children's. Because feelings are not finite. As men, we love beginnings and we love endings. That's how we go about our task-oriented daily life. But these mugs, they never end. You always have to contend with them. Someone's feeling this way or that way and you have to show this way or that way. My goodness. So are you like Pink Floyd? Leave the laser lights out. Leave the marijuana, all that God knows what else. And that one song. I have become comfortably numb. So it's time to get real. It's time to find out who we are. That feeling interplay within our own self. And how to extend it to those around us so we can actually know who they are. And as we go into a next chapter and season of life, they get to know who we are. And if you're a young man contemplating going through life as you were designed for fellowship and closeness with your spouse, this is a skill you can start working on now. And yes, This podcast is also for you because you will be in this exact same situation whereby, in my example, I went through my life devoid of feelings. 
And then I got slapped right in the face with a barn door that had closed because my wife and I were looking at one another after a period of, I guess you could call it worldly success, saying, isn't there more? My wife asking me, honey, I just want to know you. And I'm thinking, damn, that's scary because I don't even know me. I know what I can do. I know what I've done. But what does that have to do with feelings? So let's help you get there, young man. I'm going to give you a prime example. Are you all ready for this? A prime example. Now, guys, wait for it. Wait for it. She has never been short on words. And she has been my lovingly thorn in my side for almost 20 years coming up this month. My vivacious, creative, athletic daughter who's been looking at me and I've been looking at her for an awful long time. So we're going to prove this point. We're going to prove this point, daughter. What is it that you wish daddy better knew about you? Or what is it that you wish dad would do more often? All right, man. First candidate failed or either I had failed. She was at a loss for words. And you see the conundrum that we're in? What in the heck? All right, son. All right, exit. Exit, daughter. Enter stage right, son. What is it that you wish your dad knew more about you or that your dad would be willing to do? I wish my dad knew or learned how to Be more patient. Hmm. Okay. That's a great place. All right, son. Thank you for your feedback. We're going to cut that short because that involves feelings and emotions. Exit stage left, please. The show must go on. Back to the studio. There you have it. That's empirical proof, man. Empirical proof. Daughter comes in. Of course, that is a female different persuasion, normally not short on words, but didn't have a definitive answer for us. There was no definitive data whereby we could crunch the numbers, ascertain it, and come up with something whereby we knew we have to unpack it. We have to explore it. So we got a new contestant, that being our 14-year-old son. And he is asked... That dad be more patient. And you know what? He is right. And I can tell you this. If we are ever going to learn about our loved one's feelings and our feelings, it will require patience. Because in most cases as men, we are wholly unfamiliar with that process unless it has been modeled and or practiced and in most cases it has not so until next time guys i will exercise patience got to get back with my daughter find out what the heck's going on my son gave me a good answer and that is something that we can pursue and i would tell you this if something is lacking 
in your family life at home. You will never go wrong if you just simply pursue them how you've pursued the other things in your life. So until next time on the Comfortable and Chaos Podcast, I bid you boin voyage, my burgeoning flock. Until next time, like and subscribe to the Comfortable and Chaos Podcast.